Welcome to the Degenerates Clubhouse, a place for less than distinguished gentlemen to discuss nonsense and fuck all tomfoolery. With your hosts Aaron and Armando. Honestly, who's going to listen to this? What a couple of stupid fucking cunts. Welcome to the Degenerates Clubhouse, Mondo. Welcome. What do we get on tap for today? Today is episode 116. Oh, I forgot I forgot your rule. I forgot your rule. You never want to announce. It's not even a rule. I, I, that, that was when I asked. I didn't ask what episode. If I said, Mondo, what episode is it? And you're like, it's 116. That would be an answer to what I asked. I said, what do we have on tap today? It's okay. Don't hurt yourself. I'll help, I'll help you. I got you. Don't worry about it. So we definitely don't have a binge or purge lined up because, as you all remember, Last of Us last week had two episodes released. So this week we have not one to review. So we're going to fill it in with something else. That would have been the perfect answer if I was like, Mondo, what aren't we doing today? You could have told them that we weren't doing that. I got it. It's okay. This, I didn't think this would be this complicated. We've, we've got deal breakers. We haven't done those for a while. Uh-huh. Uh, and they're going to be post-apocalyptic deal breakers. Hopefully, we're we're going to do a Florida man. Haven't done that in actually, I think a couple episodes. Uh-huh. Actually, it's it's a Florida woman. The the article itself very suspect, but it was just so weird that I figured we'd do that and then close up with a little bit of ask Reddit, uh-huh. answer some of Reddit's most pressing questions. So on that note, Mondo, do you have a deal breaker for me? We do. Uh, deal breaker question number um, numero uno because we got to do some mix in some Spanish. Here and there. Uh, yes, if, if she spoke Spanish in the apocalypse to me, that uh, would yeah. be a deal breaker. I'm like, nope, English only in the apocalypse. I'm sorry. We're, we're, we're sprinkling in... Uh, or, es- or Japanese. Espanol con Armando in this deal breakers. Deal breaker question number one. She has weird growths on both her feet that resemble fungus. Well, are we in the world of The Last of Us? Maybe. Well, I mean, that, but like... Is there a fungal-based plague that has wiped out like most of humanity? Um, let's just say for this one, no. Let's just say for this one, there is no plague. This is just, you know, there there's reality, but that she's got like she's got like uh, it looks almost like um, like mold growing on her. Okay, will she let me cut her feet off? No. Hmm. So so I'm like, we should we we need to amputate. We'll make really cool prosthetics out of some like steampunk technology, and she's like, no, you can't cut my feet off. Yeah, yeah, no, she says no. Well, I, I, you know, then it's not on me. You know, I think I'm making a completely reasonable request to cut her feet off. She <laughs> says no. You know, and we're it seems like we can't find common ground. We're at an impasse. It's a deal breaker. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. I try. I tried to meet her halfway by cutting her feet off. Yeah, and she she would have had a really hard time meeting me halfway because afterwards she couldn't walk very well. Yeah. but she, she could have, and she chose not to. So that's on her. Dumb fungus feet, girl. Mine is also. This doesn't have to necessarily be the Last of Us, but say say there was some sort of plague. You know, whether it was a virus or, or something. You know, uh, super COVID comes out. So she. Always wears a mask, a gas, and not just a mask, a gas mask. So it's not like a COVID one; it's like a full, full on, blown full like. Face. Yeah, I think the, I almost I think the COVID one it make it a little bit easier to make you it know work. There's, por- there's porn with girls oh, sure. wearing that shit. The the COVID masks. I was like, wait, what? COVID masks? Why? The, well, the not you know those like uh, cloth ones. The yeah, uh, it's like uh, like like the hospital style ones, and and yeah, there's porn with chicks wearing that for whatever fucking reason it's like you're getting some dudes jizz all over you but you don't want to breathe in no that's just a great hack for the actresses <laughs> to be in porn but not be recognized that's true going back to your question 
she always wears a gas mask, like with the the two big like uh, How about, spherical filters. Does she remove it during sexy time? No, that's her favorite time. She 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 likes to wear it. Even yeah, during- she's she's that close. You're breathing right in her face. She needs the mm. gas mask. Obviously, no, no, I, I, I wouldn't be cool with that. She's got to be able to at least remove it when we, we do the relations. Okay, what, <laughs> what if it was a COVID mask and she was one of the actresses from the film that you were talking about? No, 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 no. I wouldn't bang a porn star chick in the apocalypse. I mean, that's no, that's just hustle. I don't even know how the <laughs> the porn industry is still going in the apocalypse. But would you be shocked if it was? If porn still existed in like post-apocalyptic time, yeah, like, how would how would they distribute porn though? There's no internet. I mean, porn will find a way, Mondo. Would it be, that, would was, it, that was the, if if I recall, that was the main quote from Jurassic Park. They're like, "How are how have the dinosaurs done that?" And they're like, "Porn will find a way." Yeah, would it would it be just like amateur porn? All of it would just be amateur porn, I imagine. It'd just be shot on shitty cameras. It's it, <laughs> it's it's like instead of. Um, Instead of you know distributed, it's like it's like theater now, you know oh, it's shit. like live performances. Oh damn! Uh, no, no. All right. So my question to uh-huh. you, sir. She claims her blood can cure cancer. Okay. She really believes her blood cures cancer. Like she's okay. she's like, hey, my blood cures cancer. Okay. You, that's that. She she's you. You be good with that. I mean, what's the what's the downside for me? I mean, she's probably a little nutty if she thinks like. She... Do, do I have cancer? And no. she's like, "Don't get cancer treatment. Use my blood." No, 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 no. She just thinks her blood can cure cancer. You know, you you don't have can- cancer in this scenario. I mean, she like you know what? She saw her entire family, uh, like killed by a roving gang of like Mad Max style bikers, and like that's her one weird quirk. First, whatever. Sure, <laughs> your blood can cure cancer. All right. Like, and, it's, and it's not like, this is the other thing. It's the apocalypse. It's not like we have a kid and the kid gets cancer and she's like, oh, no, let's get these readily available cancer medications at the top-notch hospital. And no, we can't do that. Let's use my blood. There's like, there's just, I see no downside to this. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm glad you believe that. You, you if This gives you some self-worth and, and makes you feel important. Your blood can cure cancer. Nice. My my semen can cure throat cancer. Oh, <laughs> just, holy! Just just, just to be, no. If we, look, if we're if we're if we're both curing cancer, you, yeah. and we've just we, just to be safe, we have to we have yeah. to do at least like biweekly biweekly treatments two two times a week at least. Okay, for for safety for yeah, medicine, yeah, Mondo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's like a twice a week medication. Yeah. Okay, this is a, a more like sort almost like Terminator esque. Apocalypse. Okay. And she she's lost her right arm and her left leg, and they've been replaced by like highly mechanized bionic arms and legs. Um so, and she's like super strong. They're like they're they're way more functional does than Does she have like you know how like the Terminator has the skin over her metal frame? The metallic t- stuff. So it's just metal, just straight up. They they've invented uh like mechanical prosthetics. They haven't invented fake skin yet. No, if she if she had the if she had the fake stuff over it like the Terminator in the movies, then yeah. But if she's just a full on metal like <laughs> exoskeleton shit, like I don't know. Again, it would it would interfere with the sexy times. I think <laughs> she she jerks you with her 
the arm with the missing limb and your dick fucking she like squeezes too hard and breaks your dick off or Would, something. Wouldn't that add a certain amount of thrill and excitement? I don't know. It's fucking loaded go with my dick in her robotic hand. I'm 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 pretty good. I'll pass. I'll pass on that. <laughs> All right. Um You're miss you're missing out on the cyborg HJ. Yeah. That's on you. Or that or again she squeezes too hard or breaks my dick off jacking it. Anyway Question number three. Uh, she's a full-blown survivalist and has an underground bunker with an armory, like a ton of guns, uh-huh. canned foods, wa- like a water purification system, right. all this shit, all underground. We're, we're in the apocalypse, right? No. this is, We're in current times, uh-huh. but she has all this stuff. Oh, like, so, so it's so it ha- the apocalypse hasn't happened. Has not happened. Doesn't appear like it's going to happen. You're none the wiser. Okay, so we're not in current times. We're in an alternate reality where it doesn't <laughs> look like the apocalypse is going to happen. Got it. And and she's just got all this stuff. Uh, like, where, where does she have? Where is she living? Is she? She's out- here in Colorado, but she's got like some cabin out in the middle of the boonies somewhere in the mountains. Yeah, sure. Hmm. It's, it's a little trickier. I mean, that, that does speak to a certain like manic. How nice is the bunker? That's what I, I mean. Know. It's it's pretty. It's not like high tech, state of the art, like you know, sci fi movie uh-huh. shit. But it's like it's like the one we've seen in The Last of Us, like Bill's bunker, where it's like there's cameras and shit like that. But it's all kind of like low budget. He's she she's obviously like got this stuff most of it from like Home Depot. Does and, she have a mortgage on the bunker? No, no, it's all paid off. Oh, so she. But the mortgage doesn't matter. No, it, no, it matters okay. because no, no, <laughs> it definitely it, matters. Let's just say that that mortgage is all part of her existing mortgage. No, 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 because she there's a house on the property too, right? And then the bunker. Yeah. Yes or no? Does she own the house and the bunker free and clear? Sure. Then yeah, where I'm in. <laughs> <You're> like, but, <laughs> like, like that if, was the line. Like if you owe money on it, fuck you, I'm out. But if uh, you know, if you own it, cool. Yeah, yeah no, I'm I'm not because look, we we get together, you know. We we um you know we we have a long term future. I'm not making payments on your fucking bunker. <laughs> you know you know there's been a contest for like the past month or two months. It, it pops up on my social media. It pops up on my, my Instagram and my Facebook or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like this house in Morrison. Uh, HGTV is giving it away. It's like a 2.7 million dollar house in Morrison. Fat 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 pad. They give you a hundred thousand dollars money in like a Jeep, some kind. Anyway, I've been entering it. <laughs> Good luck <laughs> trying to win it. But I just if if I won that contest, I wouldn't be able to keep it. The taxes on it would probably be way too much. I'd have to sell it. But you know, yeah. here's the here's the wishful thinking. That's right. So many people in the prices right get fucked up because they get all that stuff and then you have to pay tax on all of it and they can't afford any of it. They just have to give it back. Yeah, yeah. That's why you just sell it right away. That's why I don't trust Barb Barker. No. And I'm I'm still kind of horrified that we listened to him and finally Needed her dog, so her so her mortgage is paid off, and you're cool with it. Yeah, I'm in. All right, I'm gonna I'm get, I'm getting in that bunker, Mondo. I'm getting deep in it. Okay, what if this? So we we are in the apocalypse now. Okay, and she is really obsessed with going back in time so she can prevent the apocalypse from happening. And you're trying to explain to her, you're like, uh, I don't think time travel is a real thing. She's like, no. If we can break into this like high tech lab, then we can steal the such and such capacitor and button. You're like. I don't I don't really think you can travel back in time like let's let's maybe focus on and, and but, but she, she just she's like, convinced, that's her thing. She's she w- convinced that there's a way to transport back in time and all that shit. Yeah, and she's she she's not going to stop. Hmm. She's Other, a fucking Sarah Connor, Jesus she, Christ. Yeah. Well Sarah Connor didn't go 
back in time. Didn't she? There's no. like so many Terminator movies. I forget no, what the fuck's like didn't. real, what hasn't happened, what has happened. Anyway, no, if she's got like some de- crazy delusion like that, and, and it is, and it is post-apocalyptic, post-apocalyptic I mean, her heart's times, really in the right place, Mondo. The, the point is, I'm more concerned about survival in my day to day, and not like her fucking urge to like go back in time or some shit like that. No, thank you, crazy fucking bitch. And then. then- Turns out she was right. She goes back. <laughs> and you're like, fuck. I could have I could have been with the savior of humanity. Fucking time travel bullshit. Anyway, um, she claims she knows when the last day on earth will be. Like she knows Okay, when, when does she think it is? She she won't tell you. She she doesn't want to tell you because she doesn't want to like uh like uh ruin like ruin it for you. But otherwise, she just wants to live your day, her day. She wants to live her days, you know, uh, with you in peace and whatever. But she's not. She just want to like fucking scare you. She just, so that's a proceed cautiously, yeah. Right? Because <laughs> here's the thing: if she's like, "Oh, it's a hundred years from now," cool or whatever, it does not affect us at all. No big deal. If she's like, "Oh, it's a, a month from now," it's how about this? It's it's in your lifetime. She knows it's going to happen within yours and hers lifetime yeah but it, uh, again is it 30 years in the future where you can you can kind of just kick that can down the road for a while or is it in the near future where this belief is going to cause some weird consequences you know for me okay i get Cause, you because that's the problem you know it's like it's, it's it's i'm like oh yeah i know i believe you, you know and the world's gonna end and then she's <laughs> like it's next month and we've got a you know it's going to be horrible so we have to end our own lives like like bill and frank before like mm, no, well, and you know what? And you know what? Here's the thing, Mondo. If that was it, I might be like, okay, all right, like I'm down. Yeah, you you, you drink the you the drink Kool-Aid. the poison wine, and look, I'm I'm drinking it. Mm, 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 oh, it spilled <laughs> down my cheek. Ah. <laughs> all right. I don't know. I think you know what, Mondo. Again, it's it's the apocalypse. I mean, I think everyone's got some baggage. Um, <laughs> if it's if it's if it's like the weird foot fungus thing that could infect me, no, fucking, I'm out. If it's if it's like some kind of quirky beliefs that don't really have a ton of consequence attached, you know what? You believe what you want to, huh? All right. You got your underground bunker. You you, you know what was the first the first one you asked where I was just like, yeah, who cares? She says her blood can cure cancer. Oh yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, it could be the same one, Mamanando. She could be like, my blood cures cancer, and I know when the world is gonna end. I'm like, that's great, sweetheart. Good for you. <laughs> I support you. Uh, oh, last one. No, we still have two more. N- next to last one. Uh-huh. You ask her, you're, you're trying to ask her about how many people she slept with, right? You know, probably not the most tactful thing to bring up, but it's the apocalypse. You know, there's, there's weird diseases out there. So you're like, you're like, Hey, like what, what's, you know, your, what's your body count? <laughs> and then she just starts going to graphic detail about all the people she's killed. Oh, Oh, instead of like you're trying to figure out how many people she's banged, but she thinks you, she, how many people she's killed. She yeah. misinterprets her question, and it becomes a she's killed a lot of people, like like pretty brutally, like in the. Are we talking like in the dozens, or are we talking about like in the hundreds? You want you want an exact number? It's like you get like past forty, and you're like, oh, <laughs> I don't know if. So it's if you want, I don't think you ever really find out because she's really like explaining every kill and like how she did it and and they're all b- gruesome and brutal they're and pretty brutal the pretty brutal murders and she it's, so it's pr- the, the actual number is like in the 50s i i'm and, no and they're, I not, they're not all like <laughs> unjustified she's not like a serial like murder like seeking these people out 
But it's like, well, we got ambushed, and then I had to, I had to send a message for them. So you know, I cut off all of his fingers and like set, set his head back so they wouldn't fuck with us. It was I, like, I would I would figure someone that's killed that many people has like that really hardcore <laughs> has like that. You know, like in the, they say the military, like that thousand yards there. I figure someone that's killed that many people probably like her. Nothing again, but her her wave her wave's length her mindset is a little uh-huh. differently, a little different. And I would be afraid to like Dude. teeter or like push her off like off the edge a little bit, and maybe for her to go fucking psycho on uh, me. So oh no, again, I told you though, these aren't these aren't like killings that she sought out. This is her just trying to survive in the apocalypse, yeah. and. More often than not, you know, she's just not in a great situation. She just had a kill. Well, like I said, it, it, I'd, I'd be worried. So, so sexist. You know, <laughs> Mondo, if it had been a guy who was, he was, you know, killing to, to stay alive, you wouldn't judge him. Nah, this is a double nothing, standard. Nothing to do with woman, man. It would just be like, hey, you're fucking Double standard crazy. on body counts. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the question, the last question for me, uh-huh. uh, she's part of an underground militia who plans the overthrow. Now, this isn't. This isn't post-apocalyptic. This is like oh, this is now. No, this I'm is out. a chick. This is I'm a chick. You. I'm out. I'm out. Fuck <laughs> that. I'm out. She plans to overthrow nope. the government. No. Nope. I'm no. out. <laughs> she likes to wear the buffalo. I'm out. Hat. <laughs> no, you. You didn't even like post-apocalyptic. That one is even a little bit dicey. But now, no. Fuck that. Yeah. Like it's it's not gonna go well, and I'm not trying to end up in jail. All right. For what will ultimately this, this whole thing of like we can overthrow the government or it's it's like that that's great you have your like little uh, assault rifles and your your cache of weapons it's like they have tanks and stealth bombers motherfucker like you're not winning no it's not gonna happen yeah but if we sneak into the facility and we place strategically you know uh, depth charges and no you're going to jail all right not going with you. What's your last question for? Mine was actually very similar. We're okay. on the same wavelength. <laughs> this, is, but this in mine, it is the apocalypse, and I just said her father. Her father is the leader of the resistance. I don't know what I don't. I haven't really fleshed out this world completely. You can figure out the uh, parameters yourself. But like she, she, that's not really her bag. But her dad. He he's the leader of the but, resistance, but but it, we are in post-apocalyptic yeah. time and shit's fucking hitting the fan. And is there like a crazy government like Fedra, or is the government like our government where they 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 you know they're they're doing they're not they're not upfront with doing the shitty shit that they do. You can you can you can set your parameters, like I said. Hmm. I mean, I, yeah, I think I'd be okay with. I'd want I'd want to be close to people that would that would uh, I could roll with that would otherwise provide like some kind of protection. You know, I wouldn't have to roll so low. <laughs> so it sounds like you want the girl from the last scenario who killed other people to protect you. No, 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 not her. Not, I don't want fucking a one-man army. I want, like, you know, she. there's a group of normal people uh-huh. that are like, this government is shady, and we're here to... Oh, but she's not in the resistance. It's just her dad. Is she, is she like, opposed to her dad's she, resistance group, she, or is she's she... She's not, not a huge fan of it. She's sort of like, uh, I don't... I don't again, know. Again, again, if she's if she's opposed to it and I'm, you know, I'm banging her like whatever. I don't she can roll with it or not. We're just I'm just I'm just here. <laughs> I'm just here. Don't but, kill me. What if her dad's not cool with it? Her dad's not cool with her dating me? Yeah. What can what can you do? You can't do anything. Yeah, especially when he's got you strung up by your ankles. No, no, no. But no. naked for, and he's like this is what people who cross the resistance get. No. He's not going to do that. 
He likes me. I'll charm him. <laughs> You're gonna, I'm so sorry. I forgot about the legendary Armando Ramirez charm. Yeah. My bad. All right. I, I retract that objection. That was uh, that was the end of uh, Deal Breakers. We are now moving on to the wonderful world of... Florida man, Florida man, causing mayhem when he can. Driving drunk as a rule, alligators in his pool of cloud. Here comes the Florida man. Oh, Man, I missed that song. And now having heard it in a long time. Florida man. Miami, Florida woman has her graduation picture sold to a stock photo site, and now she's on the cover of an erotic novel titled His Big Childhood Secret. Sweetheart. Sweetheart. Yeah, I did read that too fast. The, I, was, I was staring at her big old tits. Yeah, they, they're distracting. <laughs> the, the other thing I do want to add, this article is on ESPNSouthwestFlorida.com. Ah. I'm like... It, it, I don't know if this is a real publication. Yeah. It seems it seems weird. And by the way, the the article itself is a little bit suspect, uh-huh. but I will let you be the judge of its validity sure. as it plays out. This Miami, Florida woman learned why you should always read the fine print and now she'll always be connected to an erotic novel titled His Big Childhood Sweetheart. Christian Demerit of Miami shared her story on TikTok, which all started when she graduated college back in 2010. Fresh off her theater degree, she needed some new headshots, so she met up with a recommended photographer at a park at Bayside. They took pictures and some different tops. She paid him 100 bucks, and everything seemed good. She was hoping to use the new pics to find work as an actress. What she didn't do was read the contract all the way through, and there's always some fine print that, that'll get you. Maybe the fact he only charged her $100 should have been a red flag. The photographer sold her pictures to a stock image site. If you're not familiar, these sites... House millions of pictures of different people in different situations, and then websites just like this one can buy the pictures and do absolutely anything they want to do with them. The picture above, yeah, that's on Getty Images creative site. I can download the picture, drop it in Photoshop, and do anything I want, and that's how Christian ended up the cover of his big childhood sweetheart. Whoever's writing this, they're getting a little bit weird about it. They're like, yeah, I can download it and do whatever I want with it. It's like, all right, weirdo, like, you're... Somehow they they made explaining the predicament she ended up in even more fucked up than what happened. It's like it's like it felt like a vague threat when I was reading that. Like ESPN Southwest Florida was gonna like do something tawdry with her photos, and by the tone of his writing, maybe he did. So the, the, that's kind of the end of the article. They 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 go into the I guess the um, the description and the back cover of the book. That, that's the part that cracked me up the most when I'm reading this. It's it's a very cursory uh, ex- explanation of the of what happened to to this girl who never is named, mm-hmm. um, and then it becomes an, an advertisement for his big childhood sweetheart. Yeah, <laughs> like it almost feels like it's a publicity stunt to sell copies of the erotic novel, his big childhood sweetheart. That was the end of the, end of the article. They do post a lot of her um, her TikToks where she talks about that. How her image was used. Oh, you can see you can see the cover. Yeah, yeah, you can see the cover. This looks like it, this looks like if Tyler Perry was gonna make an erotic movie, he would base it on this. And uh, wait, wait, b- before we end on though, I, we have to read a, at least a couple of the reviews on Amazon. Okay. <laughs> so, 
cracks me up. Not sure you'll like this one. Why were the characters so weak? Why didn't Evelyn punch Jessica in the face when she got both her and her mother fired? I had a serious problem with both Evelyn and Damien not standing up to his family. <laughs> like, this is trashy romance <laughs> bullshit and people get invested it's in it. It's an erotic novel. And they're I, pissed off about the character development. What I thought was unusual was that, uh, you know, she's not a very attractive gal, but but she's a, she's a curvaceous uh, African-American, more on the plus size, if anything. You know, huge, giant, ginormous knockers. So it's like they use the stock photo of like a, you know, let's say a, a six or a five for a, a publication of a book. That's what kind of was weird to me. They didn't use like a model. Like they clearly have a picture of like this hunky dude with a fucking eight pack behind her. But the picture of her is just like just some average plain Jane chick. I don't know. Two more reviews and let's get out of here. Okay. This person... Loved it. Damien and Evelyn are severely tested. His parents, parentheses mom, that would be parent, but that's okay, wants him to marry anyone other than their maid's daughter. Oh, <laughs> shit. He's loved forever. Getting to their HEA, I don't know what that what an HEA is, makes this book a page turner. Oh, maybe a happy ending? And then they wrote, happy reading, five stars. <laughs> Verified purchase. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. People that buy that trashy romance shit, I already question their whatever. I, I, this this is this the last one that cracked me up. I, I love the, the, the word usage and grammar in these. Uh, headline, awesome. Loved the storyline. Damien and Evelyn are a true Cinderella story. The love they had for each other through surmountable odds is endearing. <laughs> I hope there's a continuation with this story with Ash. Five stars. I love the fact that they, they did not know the difference between surmountable. I don't think – is surmountable – is that even a word? But they may, obviously meant insurmountable. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, through, well, through surmountable odds. And like I guess technically they're right because if, if they, it's insurmountable, yeah. then you couldn't overcome them. Yeah, surmountable. They can, they can overcome them and, and easily. A, and apparently they did because it got five stars. <laughs> dumb, dumb. Um that was it for Florida Man. It was a weird one. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by His Big Childhood Sweetheart. Guys, copies available for only $2.99 on Amazon. Okay. So it's quality, quality. $2.99. $3. If that, if that book sells one, just one additional copy because of our podcast... We want, you want you want some some royalties? I want some royalties. I don't care. You want a, you want a, a chunk of that two ninety nine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> send send a nickel, send a dime. You owe us some money, motherfuckers. It's, it's got a hundred and nine reviews on Amazon. <laughs> like if I had a book that had a hundred and nine reviews on Amazon, I would be ecstatic. Yeah. So I mean, you credit to to Samantha Drake, author of His Big Childhood Sweetheart, available on Amazon. <laughs> For the rest of the time we do this podcast, I'm just going to every episode pitch his big childhood sweetheart. Moving on to Ask Reddit. Reddit question number one, sir. Would you buy a copy of his big childhood sweetheart? Yes, I would, Armando. Next question. (laughs) What is the greatest episode of a TV show ever made? This is tough. I've thought of a lot of different possibilities. Um, I think these are are the shows that immediately jump to mind. Uh, One, do you remember that show House? 
House MD with Hugh Laurie. Yes, I remember it. Didn't I? Didn't ever sit to watch a single episode, but I know which one it is. He's like a doctor, right? Yeah, and it was episodic because I think I think part of the tricky thing with this is is some shows where you know you have to have watched like ten other episodes. It maybe doesn't make the single episode the best. Uh-huh. But there were some really great individual episodes of House. That's one of my nominations. Okay. Two, there there is an episode of Community. It was a sitcom about a community college, and it was called Remedial Chaos Theory. Okay. Like, it, it was incredible. It was it was very, very short, you know, 20, whatever, 23-minute episode, but it's just it's just playing with the idea of different timelines, and it, the whole episode starts where they're, like, they're, the, they're having a, a party with, you know, the, the, whatever it is, like, six community college students, and there's a knock at the door from the pizza man, uh, Jeff Winger. It's like, hey, let's, you know, we'll roll the dice to see who goes and gets the pizza. And then the sort of nerdy, like, autistic character goes, Jeff, stop. You're creating six different timelines. And he's like, sure you are. But then, so then you go through it and it's like, you know, them rolling the dice and seeing what would happen if each member of the, the party, like how things would change if each member of the party left and got the pizza. Great episode. Amazing. Uh, there was that. There was Battle of the Bastards. From Game of Thrones. You can't name a bunch of them. You're supposed to only name one of them. No, these are just my nominations. And then the the Scott Tennerman, a uh, Scott Tennerman must die from South Park. And then the last one I had, I I, I was trying to think which one would be the best one, but there was there were a few really really good episodes of Firefly. Yeah, there were a lot of good episodes of Firefly. That was a good show. Those those would be mine. And and I'm not sure which one I'd have to pick if I could only pick one. Mm. My answer for that, I'm trying to find the actual name of the uh, the actual name of the episode. Not that it matters, but anyway, actually, my my favorite episode ever from every every TV show was the whatever episode. I think it may have been the Battle of the Bastards. Whatever episode it was of the Red Wedding in Game of Thrones. That was not Battle of the Bastards. Okay, so it wasn't. Mine mine has to be that one. And why it's the best one because. Anyone that had not read the book, me at that point, you're watching the show. And again, kind of like what we talked about with The Last of Us, you know, they they clearly highlight a certain character as probably the central character. And this whole time you're thinking um, Rob Stark, you know, his dad gets beheaded in the first season. Obviously, Rob Stark is going to go on the rest of the series is like our principal hero and then red wedding happens and they fucking kill him. I think everybody watching that uh uh episode again not having watched or not having read the books, you're completely fucking caught off guard and uh yeah, I mean it was I think it, I think it 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 was one of the most like shocking highest rated episodes ever for Game of Thrones. I could be wrong. Maybe even at maybe even TV at the time. I don't know. Maybe. Could have been. Yeah, that that was Season three, and then episode was titled "The Reigns of Castamir." Uh-huh. The Battle of the Bastards is when Jon Snow uh, goes God mode and kills Ramsay Bolton after plowing through the entire army, like by himself and somehow living. That was that was one of the first pl- pl- uh, episodes of Game of Thrones where I'm like, "Oh, there's pot armor all of a sudden." Yeah. So I, I guess you you could detract from that. I, the, yeah, the the red wedding episode fucking bummed me out, Armando. I wasn't. I oh no, I'm not saying it was like oh my god, this is so great. It was just one of the greatest episodes because of how everyone was so mm-hmm. everyone watching was so vested and everyone went the same kind of mind fuck. 
it was really like an experiment on like kind of like uh, thought control, mind control. It was, I don't know, it was kind of cool. When, when I was trying to pick a Game of Thrones episode, those were the two, The Reigns of Castamere uh-huh. and Battle of the Bastards. And I'm like, my thought process was like, I was so fucking bummed out after that episode. I was like, I'm just going to go with Battle of the Bastards. Uh-huh. I don't, like, it was super satisfying to see uh, Ramsey Bolton can, get fed to the dogs. Can I also have an honorable mention? Yeah, I had like 10. Go ahead. It wasn't, it wasn't really like my best, a really greatest episode ever kind of thing, but it was one that really super stands out to me. Mm-hmm. It was a episode on the Workaholics called To Friend a Predator. And in it, um, comedian uh, what's Chris D'Elia plays a pedophile. Oh no! Yeah, I, I remember. <laughs> He's I remember a, this whole thing. He plays a pedophile who's like into little boys, specifically. Great little, casting, <laughs> right? He's specifically into underage boys. So it's not like he's a you know he's a normal perv. He's a really twisted perv. Anyway, fast forward to modern times and Cristalia, you know he's been uh, been uh, flagged at least for having underage some kind of relations with a, a girl, not a, not a guy, a boy. But does it make it any better? No. Underage. Bad boy. Bad Chris D'Elia. Anyway, that's why I thought it was one of the ones that stand out for me. You know what? I'm, go- I'm going with Scott Tenderman Must Die of South Park. I don't remember that episode. It it was truly fucked up, and it had a surprise ending as well. It, it was basically th- there were older kids that were messing with Cartman. I don't know, like sixth graders or whatever. And, you, you know, it, the whole episode, it's framed like they're so much smarter you know, he's trying, Cartman keeps trying to do these really like feeble attempts to get back at them and they keep, they're seeing right through it. And at the end of the episode, it is revealed that this was actually all part of like Cartman's master plot. And the episode ends with you, you, you figure out that Cartman basically orchestrated the death of their parents and then fed the, fed them their parents' bodies in Chile. And you're just like, what the f-? like? It, nice. It was wild. And you're like, did they just do that? <laughs> I'm gonna have to find it and watch it. it what the fuck? Like a, it sounds like a great episode. It it, it was. Um, some of the answers by redditors on that user Bloom underscore Pikaune writes Marge versus the monorail. I don't know if that's a Simpsons, Simpsons for sure. Probably. Yeah. Uh, user Baked Alaska One writes What We Do in the Shadows episode on the run. Okay. Uh, the parentheses the Jackie Daytona episode. So I guess people that watch that show will know. By I that tried one. watching the show and just couldn't really get into it. A show I have not watched. User Hambone Ten writes Chernobyl, the episode Vichnaya Pamyat. Have you did you watch really? Chernobyl? You know I kind of want to because it's the same people who did The Last of Us. I, I heard that Chernobyl was a really made, very well made show, very dark and fucked up. Yeah. Uh, Man, you would have thought Chernobyl would have been an upbeat show. Let's you see. Know? Last one I'll read, user Guinness for Dinner writes, Snake Juice episode of Parks and Rec. I'll have to figure out what episode that is because I, I did like Parks and Rec. I might have to rewatch that episode, whatever it was. Uh, that was it for Reddit question number one. Reddit question number two, what's a sign that someone grew up poor? Yeah. Um, there's there's people, and it's, it's weird, I... My my dad has this, and like he didn't even grow up like especially poor. But when people have that real like almost like hoarding mentality, yeah, and they're always they're always worried. I mean, he doesn't he's not hoarding you know uh, things like that. But like he he gets so worried about like light bulbs being on yeah. and like little little stuff where it's like dude, it doesn't it doesn't matter. He's like no, but we're gonna the electricity bill. And, and I I I did the math for him at one point, and I was like we could leave this light bulb on. 
all day, every day for six years, or I think, no, I probably did, I probably did the math for uh-huh. five years. And I'm like, it, it would cost like, like $7. It's like, it's like an LED light bulb. It's one little LED light bulb. Just don't stress. You want? I'll give you the seven dollars. Yeah, I'm paying in you, advance. You just don't have to worry about it for seven years. And he like can't. He, he like can't wrap his head around. It. He's like, no, yeah. the, the electricity bill. It's like, dude, that's not where it's. Uh. So I, 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 th- I think for his case, he didn't grow up especially as poor, but his parents grew up like really, really, really poor. They were like great, Dep- you know, great yeah. depression era, and I think that kind of passed on to him. So he, he's got. Um, He's got like inherited poor mentality from his parents. I um, we didn't grow grow up very. We didn't, you know. My dad was the sole breadwinner of the family. My mom would work here and there, part time jobs. She would never really keep like a job for for forever for the longest time. She had a bunch of just like part time jobs or being employed. But you know, so anyway, the steady source of income was my dad, and for us, it was like our food. Like we. Like our meal, like whatever mom made for dinner or whatever, like we had to eat all of it. There was no fucking throwing anything away. There was no, even and it and it carried over into like when you go into like when whenever we did have the money to go out to eat, which was very seldom. But if we went out to eat, we would box up our food and take it home. It was we weren't throwing anything away. Like we could mm-hmm. eat that shit later. Or another thing, my dad would always say is like, like even the idea of going out to eat, my my parents would often say, well. You know, we have food at home. Why do you want to go out to eat? Like, we, that was echoed over and over again. Why do you want to go out to eat? We have food at home. Well, because we're tired of the fucking shit mom makes. We want to try something different. That was always our, our response. It's, but It's also the experience, right? It's like... It's all that. But, yeah. but in, in, you know, my dad's, in my mom's mind, it was like, why go out to eat? We have food at home. Or like, or like, like let's say you're on the, on, the, on the road. You're driving. You're thirsty. You go into a convenience store. You buy a fucking, you know... A cola or a water, energy drink, whatever. We've got tap water at home. Exactly. We would hear shit like that. We're like, why are you buying a soda? We got soda at home. When we were kids, if we had money in our pocket and we wanted to buy some stupid shit at a convenience store, you're like, no, you're not buying the soda. You're not buying bag of chips. We have food at home. <laughs> that was always the... Uh... Well, I, I still... I actually had this conversation with my dad because he, he, he gets worried about... Not even like food consumption. He'll, he'll get stressed about the grocery bill. Yeah. And... I, I tried to, I told him, I'm like, one, like, yeah, if, if we, you were buying a ton of stuff that we weren't going to eat and then would go bad, like that would be bad. But if it's things that are going to get eaten eventually and it's like fulfilling, I mean, you know, your, your, your hierarchy of needs, right? Like the most basic are like food, water, and shelter, right? Yeah. So like food, like you, if you don't eat food, you just die. Yeah. If you eat bad food and it's not nutritious you have health problems you have all this other stuff it's like to to get so fixated on like the grocery bill is gonna is i I don't know how much they spend on groceries but it's like it's 180 dollars instead of 160 like we can't it's like but if you have the money to pay for it and it's not food that's gonna spoil and it's like your most basic need it's kind of a fucked mindset like it's not productive yeah just like stressing yourself out yeah Anyway, that was it. Was what uh, kind of a tangent to that question? Did you did you growing up have any otherwise like poor like habits of like poor people food like anything? Like I'll give you an example. Example we had is we use white bread. <laughs> there's a, there's a meme about this shit. We use white bread as our sandwich bread, mm-hmm. as our hot dog buns, 
and like hamburger buns, like are, like white bread was you used it for all of that shit. You, we made it. We used it for French toast. You, <laughs> it was like multi-purpose. We use white bread for all kinds of shit. Are you asking if growing up we had like poor people food tendencies? Something like that. Like the, like the example I just gave you. Yeah. I, I yeah, I don't know if as much growing up. I, I I remember when I was really young, like three and four years old. We did eat. I mean, it was like just like a lot of like hot dogs and beans and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And I don't know if that's because I was a little kid and that's what they thought I liked to eat or we didn't have money for other stuff. Um, no, the, the one that – I mean, I, I didn't run into that until I was older and like out of college. And I, I had that same thing of like I was trying to live off of a $60 a week food budget. Uh-huh. So it was it was just – the one thing I would always get was meat ends. Yeah, because you can get them for a hell of a lot cheaper. Yeah, I couldn't afford – I was like, I can't afford fucking deli meat. Holy shit, this stuff's expensive. But yeah, you eat the the basically when they're doing the nice deli cuts, there's all the shit at the end that they chop off, so it doesn't look pretty. It's kind of like yeah. weirdly shaped, but it's still meat. Take, yeah. I mean, it even kind of tastes the same. Yeah. But it's like it's like a fifth of the price. Yeah. I was getting meat ends. All right. Um, uh, what some of the redditors' que- answers to that question? User country, country T writes: When you can't finish a meal, pulling it apart to at least eat the meat. When you can't finish a meal, pulling it apart to at least eat the meat because that's the expensive part. Oh, get it. So like if you're eating a hamburger and you're like you eat half of it, you're like full, you're stuffed. Oh, my parents would, my parents would force us to just eat the meat part of it. Like you could throw away the bread, you could throw away the cheese, but the meat was like the expensive part of the burger, yeah. so they would make us eat. <laughs> oh, you know what? I don't know if this is a poor people thing. I think this is more just me being fucking weird, but I would always eat what I liked. In order of what I liked least to most, I do that now. So I would start I with now, the yeah. stuff I didn't like. Yeah, because <laughs> the same thing. I'm like, well, yeah, I kind of want to finish it. If I just eat the good stuff, I might might not. And I remember my mom though, growing, especially like middle school, high school, she'd be like, "You only eat what you want. Like, don't you know? Don't feel like you have to finish it." But that's I'd always start because she, she would notice. She's like, "You always start with grains, and you go on to like the vegetables, and then the meat at the end." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm just eating what I like least to most." Uh, user call the meat call the green man writes scanning the menu for the cheapest options possible when at a restaurant it's okay the soup is really enough for me um well, we didn't i i don't know i i think uh yeah i think when even so i've taken my folks out to dinner uh you know a bunch of times and i remember and i don't know if they were doing this if there was another reason for them doing it but like they'd always almost always like Let's say there was a steak and lobster on the menu or there was chicken. They would always go with chicken. And I'm like, hey, but I'm treating. Like, tell my parents, like, I'm buying you dinner. You don't have to go with the cheapest thing. Like, get whatever the fuck you want. Get a bottle of wine. I don't care. They would go. They would still go and get, like, the cheapest thing on the menu. It's just, I'm like, it's my treat. You're not paying it. Splurge. Anyway. Wait, wait. Hold on. <laughs> I don't know why this, this just reminded me of this, but this was when I was in college. And I, I had a, a credit card where the bill went to my dad for, for like emergency, emergency only, right? Like you're stranded on the side of the road, like what have you. And we, I can't remember why we were in New York, but this must have been over the summer or a break or something. And my, my parents and I were in New York and we went out to a nice, nice restaurant and, you know, it was way, way more than I obviously could have afforded when we were in school, um, because at that point my my super lucrative porn site had been shut down, <laughs> and uh, and I can't remember why, 
but like the the waiter at the end like brought the bills to me. He's like, "Here you are, sir." And and my 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 dad goes, he's like, "Oh, I don't I don't think he can really afford that." Out of the corner of my eye, I see there were these two like really cute girls that had like turned to watch this whole thing unfold. And I'm like, I was like, no, no, I've got it. Don't worry. <laughs> like, I love you guys, and you deserve this. This this meal is on me. And I <laughs> like, I give a card to the, the the waiter, and the girls are like, oh, it's so sweet. Yeah. And then like when we when we when we go out, we like leave the restaurant. My dad's like, did you pay with the American Express card? I'm like, I sure did. <laughs> <laughs> and. The, He's like proud of me. That was, that was hilarious. You look, you look like a pimp. You look baller right there. I, I did. I, I mean, I really didn't maximize the, the most of that opportunity, but it was, I was, uh, I, I enjoyed that. We both got a good laugh. Uh, I got actually. This one's not on. On this is not a redditor one. This is another one I just thought of when I was reading uh, other answers and talking about. But like most grocery store, like the like the similar to what you're talking about the the ends, the end mm-hmm. cuts of the meat. So like most grocery stores will have like a discount section and it'll be shit like where it's like a canned good and the can got dinged up so they so it's not pretty. Yeah. And the, but so they make you sell you that same can of soup for like 10 cents versus like a dollar 50. Yeah. And so when you go to that area first, <laughs> we have we have a brother that does that and which is it's not not he's frugal, but he has that habit of like going to that yeah, section. Yeah, why not? And, uh, we're just weird about that as a country. That's actually something I've been meaning to do, uh, because we, we throw away, it's something absurd. It's something like two thirds of all of the food we produce in this country. We yeah, throw away it's stupid because it's not pretty, but there are, so there are places where you can go to buy vegetables and they're the ones that aren't like yeah. aesthetically pleasing. There's, there's a service. There's a website that, that does that. They send you a box of food, whatever groceries, they send you a box of groceries and you'll know what's in the box, but it'll be like an ear of corn that doesn't look as pretty. You know, it'll be goofy shit like that. It, it, but it's like otherwise completely normal food. Well, and here's the, thing, here's the weird thing though. I looked at that service, and because it's probably to fund the people that work at the service, it's actually not that much cheaper than it would be just to buy like the pretty ones. Uh-huh. But there, there is there's an actual like physical store somewhere in the Denver area you can go to. Where it's it's I think I think it's again just like locally produced stuff that isn't pretty enough to sell to grocery stores, so you, you can just go buy it. So it's the, it kind of cuts out that like middleman where the costs get bumped up. And I've been meaning to do that. So there's another one, another hack. Uh, Entamins here in Colorado has I think three or four different um, like distribution outlets, and then mm-hmm. usually tied to the distribution center will have a small little store where you can buy a loaf of bread for like. 25 cents of the dollar or like anything that Entenmann's make. So like, I'll give you an example. My mom works at a bakery. She's been working at a bakery forever. So she sees this shit all the time. So those prepackaged, you know, like donuts, for example, they're supposed to be three chocolate, four of the frosted, whatever powdered ones, and then like three plain. But if for whatever reason, that box count is off. Mm-hmm. So let's say there's, instead of there being four chocolate, there's three chocolate and there's five powdered ones. That box goes into like a like a reject area, and then Entenmann's goes in and resells this like otherwise brand new box of donuts that they would sell at the store for like five six bucks. You get it for like fifty cents, just because the the count is off. There's nothing wrong with the food. Ch- cheaper diabetes is always a good thing. <laughs> no, I, I, so I go to that. I, there's one by 
10 minutes from my, where I work. So when I'm out and about doing my thing, I'll go and buy like a pastry there. Like the glazed whatever honey buns, sticky buns that you get like at convenience stores for like three bucks. You get there for like 25 cents. So I'll get one and I'll drink that with my tea in the morning or whatever here and there. So that's like a poor, poor people hack. That reminded, this is not a hack. This is an opposite kind of productive hack. This Uh-oh. is another thing my dad does where I'm like, dude, what? why? It doesn't make sense. He, he will only buy gas at Costco because it's like two, three, sometimes four cents cheaper. Yeah. But I've tried to explain to him. I'm like, look, you got to, if it takes you an extra 25 minutes to get to Costco than it would to get the normal gas. Yeah. It and doesn't make sense. It's like, you're, one, like you're, you're, you're spending more gas to get there. And then you're also spending the time is is like when you subtract yeah. what you're paying in gas and then 30 minutes of your time, yeah. is it worth like saving 12 cents? Yeah. What's funny is those Costco ones also, there's almost always, a, not always, but there's a line. There's always a line. So yeah. you're, you're, you're parked in your car, sitting idle, car running, you know, you're, you're waiting for 30 minutes. Finally, you get to fill in your gas. So it's like you, you defeat the purpose. If you don't. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I've seen that shit too. But he I, he will only go to Costco. He yeah, gets like so. he gets visibly upset if he's in the car with me and I stop at a regular gas station. He's like, uh, uh. And he, like he wants to. I can see the little gears turning in his head. It's like Jesus, man. Just it's it's fine. It, there's a twelve cent difference. Like your your time is worth money. It is. Yeah. Um, we are fifty minutes into the episode and we finished up everything we had originally scheduled for this episode. Was there anything else? We got plenty of time. We want is there anything you want to talk about? Anything you wanted to bring up? Aaron, you invited me to a wrestling thing. Well, okay, so you sent me an image on Friday or Thursday of of a wrestling event that was here in, in Denver. My ass didn't pay attention. I, I saw the date, uh-huh. but I didn't realize it was like, oh, it's tomorrow or tomorrow or whatever right. day it was. And then I worked yesterday, and Aaron texted me like at 3 4 o'clock. Like, hey, you want to go to this wrestling event? Well, by the time I saw it, it was already started. Just to remind you, you were the one that suggested we go to it. (laughs) I did. I 100%. I I told Aaron uh, when we were out and about, I was like, hey, dude, I would love to see a jiu-jitsu tournament or a wrestling tournament, any grappling thing, any MMA event that comes to town. I'm I'm in. I'm down. I don't care if it's amateur, pro. I don't give a shit. So he sends me the info. But again, my dumbass was not putting the pieces together, and then he's... By the time I read it and responded to you, the event had already started. Yeah, it was what like I, it was like an hour into yeah. it. Yeah, otherwise I would have I would have gone. I would have for sure checked it out. I don't care if it's high school, uh, collegiate. It, it would have been fun to get out of the house and see some live sports. It, so if you've never been to a wrestling tournament, it, it is just a cool atmosphere because the people there. Once you get to the finals, it, for the most part, it's it's, very, it's kind of boring because there's like a lot of matches most of the people are either asleep or half asleep, but like the finals, like people are super, super yeah. invested. Like they care way more than you would, you'd normally see in I mean, even most sporting events. Cause it's like, it's like their kids or their friends yeah, or the whatever. Energy, the energy is very high. You got, you for sure have like home crowds or like team, like they're following a certain wrestler. Like you said, family members. Well, and also for a lot of those kids, like that's the, that's it. That's the end of the, you know, they're not going to, there's no one, there's no like, professional amateur wrestling you know they're not going to go on to do mma they're not going to college like this is the end of their athletic wrestling career so there's like a different sort of stake so it it, it is cool i I wasn't particularly upset because like i've i've been to many wrestling tournaments yeah i i was a coach at uh when i was because i coached for for littleton for a season 
So I actually like, got to go to the event as a coach and was down on the uh, floor. Our kid did not make the finals. He he lost in the semis and was really buttered. I'd, uh, I'd only seen wrestling or like that level wrestling or in high school. My un- one of my uncles is a, in uh, in wrestling, and I think he was a heavyweight. Maybe he was a heavy. He's a big dude. He's like six one, six two. Was a lineman, so I imagine he was a heavyweight, and um, we would go to some of his wrestling things. I remember watching that, and, th- and they were fun. You know, just the the whole rah 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 element of everyone being really into it. That's always a fun environment to be around, and, oh, and we'll, uh, we'll catch it next year, maybe. Yeah, no, I was, I was, you know, <laughs> we could also <laughs> go to a dual meet. That would be hilarious. What's that? Uh, so that's that's when just two high schools, um, oh, got are it. going. So it's it's. A dual like like the yeah. two high schools going head to head because those also get intense. And they got weight classes, right? They got like the yeah. I, so I, I I think now they start like arbitrarily. It used to be when I wrestled, it was rough because it they, you'd start at the lightest weight class and then you would end with heavyweight. Uh-huh. So like if you were the heavyweight, you were always going last. Yeah, and either no one gave a fuck about your match or because was, you'd already or won, or it's was like on you. everything. Yeah, yeah. So. Now I think they just start arbitrarily. Like they'll start at, you know, like 145 and then they'll go up through heavyweight and then finish at 140. Yeah. Some of those, I, I don't know if maybe if there, if there's uh like two teams that are really good um, in the area, like that could be, that could be fun. Cause then you get, you get all the parents from both teams and they're all super amped up. Not, not quite as uh high stakes and, and, Definitely not as as good quality wrestling as you'd see like in a, a state finals match, but it's just its own thing. If you've yeah, never seen it, I, I would have liked that gone, but my brain wasn't it wasn't yeah. The cylinders weren't firing. Uh, so earlier this week was Valentine's Day, and uh, Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day, and like a couple of days before that, one of uh, our Lancer brothers from from this, this guy, you know, pledged like in the nineties. So he was a decade before you and I even attended. Cause his name is Shoaib Abdul Aziz. He's uh, his wife Liberty had been working for Southwest Airlines as I think a flight attendant. Maybe I could be wrong, but in the airline industry for I don't know, let's just say a decade or so, right? And he had been a physical therapist for the longest time. Decided he wanted to be a, a flight attendant or a crew member of some kind. Went to the school, went to the training, and so he's been doing that uh, for probably the past couple years, and he. He hits me up on like on a Saturday. He's like, "Hey man, I'm coming into town. It happens to be on Valentine's Day. I'm going, coming to Denver. You want to hang out? Sweet." So the idea was, I was just gonna go pick him up from the airport, and then take him to a brewery, and it's just gonna be him and I drinking beer together on Valentine's Day. Uh, but, but the way it worked out, again, his wife's also a crew member or flight attendant of some some kind. Her flight was supposed to go to like. Uh, New Mexico or somewhere, and it got sidetracked because of the weather. So she ended up landing in Denver that same day. So it would have been a bro Valentine's Day date turned into where? Mondo Third Wheel. Mondo Third Wheel. It was Shoaib, his wife. Great people. Shoaib, hands down, one of the nicest, the best people I know. Top top three best people I know ever, have ever had the privilege of knowing as a person. So, so, so Sweetheart of, of a man. You, you and I are one and two? No. I'm, I don't even make my top <laughs> I know, five. I, I, was I don't drunk. even make my top ten, dude. Anyway, so 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 she and, and then I've never met his wife. We, we ended up like not having any plans for the three of us. It was supposed to be me, him at a brewery. Plans we changed. We went around to downtown Denver, and uh, I drove him around to the truck. I picked him up from the airports or from their, from their hotels, 
Went to downtown, had dinner. Great time. Got to check out a little different part of downtown I've never been, been to before. But um, shout out to Shu and Liberty. Um, thanks for coming into Denver. You guys are awesome. I hope that they, so they threw out the idea, or at least Liberty threw out the idea. She's like, you know, I don't really feel at home. So they live in Texas. I don't really feel at home in Texas. But I've always liked Colorado. Like, I've been talking to Shweeb about moving out here, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, fucking, fuck yes. Come out here. Move out here. They're great people. It would be great to hang out with them. Um, I encourage them to move to Colorado. Me great. too. I don't really know them, but I encourage dude, you as you, well. He, he, he's a fucking solid dude. You nice. He's, he's not a, a crazy party animal like a lot cool. of our bros. He's actually more level-headed down to earth, but he's like a good, good fucking person. A really good, kind person. I, I, I say this in all seriousness. I would be excited to have another friend. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add? Nah, let's wrap it up. Let's actually finish early. Yeah. You guys, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. I had fun with this one just because we went kind of all over the place. But have a good week. Have a good... We'll talk to you guys soon in the week. Uh, Bye-bye. Hey, everyone. Mondo here. I just want to take the time to say on behalf of myself and Aaron that we appreciate everyone who's taken the time to listen to our podcast. We know there's hundreds of thousands of podcasts to choose from, but you took some time out of your day to listen to us ramble on. Please share our podcast, like and subscribe, follow us on all our social media platforms and all that jazz. Whether you love us, hate us, agree with our opinions or disagree, we still love you.